Hello and welcome back for episode number nine of the High Fiber Podcast. Gosh, I'm excited to be here today. I feel like it's a very chilly, wintry day here and I'm just having lots of fun learning about sheep and chemical compounds and all kinds of cool stuff. So today we're going to talk about a swint bath, which is a new to me process. I've done it twice now, just in the last couple of months, but it was really new and really foreign to me. But I read about and I heard about this method of basically fermenting a dirty fleece. So it kind of cuts out a lot of that time and like dirty bath water <laughs> that you see on YouTube. So we're going to, I'm going to walk you through the process, how it works, why it works and how to set up your own swint bath so that you can buy a beautiful raw fleece and clean it without like hours and hours of work. Uh, so you can get spinning quicker. So if that sounds like fun, listen on. I do also have a really exciting announcement. It won't take a minute. Some friends and I, some very, very close business friends who I have known for years now are planning a retreat. And I'm so excited because we are in the very early stages of planning and we want to hear from you. Picture this, Australian bush, pillica scrub, beautiful, beautiful scenery, no mobile phone reception. You're really just like out there in nature. We have a photographer, an artist, a professor and a spinster. And we're all coming together to give you the most incredibly replenishing, restorative retreat we can. But we want to know what you need. We want to know what's what's like on your bucket list for a retreat. What would you love to walk away feeling from an in-person retreat in the Australian bushland? Let me know. Send me an email. Leave me a comment. We're really, really just looking for feedback and like pie in the sky. Tell us all the amazing things you'd love to find in a retreat for creative women. You know, we just want to help people feel more joy, see more beauty, impact the planet. We just really want to help people. And the four of us have incredible skill sets. And then combined, we're kind of a super team. So if you're at all interested, get in touch with me and I really want to hear from you. Alrighty, into today's episode, into the stinky, murky waters of the Swint Bath, we go. You're listening to the High Fibre Podcast, where we chase those high vibe feelings while keeping it crafty. So pack your project bag, because we're going on a worldwide adventure to discover the magical, mysterious and heartwarming stories behind the fibres we love to spin, knit and squish. In this podcast, I'll be getting up close and personal with sheep, camels, goats and people to answer all the questions you've ever had about fibre. I'm your host, Kelly Mason, mum, wife, and animal lover from rural Australia. I've never met a natural yarn I didn't like. So let's get excited and get ready to shower them with high fiber vibes. Okay, with that super appealing introduction, <laughs> let's get uh, better acquainted with swint baths. So if you have ever tried to process your own fleece, and by that I mean you buy a raw fleece from a fleece seller or maybe direct from a farm, you buy a fleece and you have to clean it. It's just shorn off the sheep. It's usually been skirted, so all the yucky bits have been taken off. But if you've ever tried to process your own fleece, clean it, rinse it, do all that kind of stuff, 
I would hazard a guess that you have ended up sweating and cursing. You've probably repeatedly filled your bathtub with like filthy sheep water. You might have spent hours scouring and rinsing. You might have even had a friend or a partner kind of nervously suggest that maybe you could do it outside so the house doesn't smell like a wet shearing shed. <laughs> well, if any of these scenarios sound familiar, I have an amazing suggestion for you to try, and that is a squid bath. So that's why I wanted to create this episode to really give you an alternative to that kind of more labor-intensive, time-intensive method of cleaning a raw fleece. I'm certainly not about to promise that this won't smell, because <laughs> holy moly, does it smell like a shearer singlet after three days of hard yakka. It is pretty gross, but it does not take anywhere near the amount of time and it can all be done outside of your house so you don't have to have filthy sheep water in your precious bathtub <laughs> and that to me is a huge huge win so first things first what is a swint bath essentially a swint bath is a vat of water and it's basically a method of cleaning a raw fleece of removing the dirt and getting rid of some of the lanolin by way of fermentation so it's pretty cool in a nutshell, you stick your dirty fleece in a tub of rainwater and let it kind of stew in the sunshine. <laughs> it's nice, I know. But what happens inside the tub is some amazing little microbes get to work and they do the heavy lifting for you, leaving you with a fleece that is way cleaner with far less time spent actually working on it. Like this is kind of a set and forget. It's like the crock pot of fleece cleaning. <laughs> so that's right up my alley. Let's start with the basics, okay? Just in case you're very new to the whole uh, spinning world or you're new to cleaning fleeces and stuff like that. So this is relevant, squint baths are only relevant for sheep because lanolin is an essential component. So uh, for the rest of this tutorial, I'm only it's only gonna be relevant to sheep breeds. So lots of different breeds, but you're not gonna be able to do this with alpaca or you know like silk or anything like that. It's just sheep. So. Sheep without doors, yeah? We can all agree on that for the, the general majority of the sheep population. They live outdoors, they graze, they wander around, they poop and they wee and they sweat. So this sweat really naturally like has to go somewhere and that somewhere is in the fleece. So it kind of soaks into the fleece over time. Now, if you add to this some dirt, maybe like a dust from a really windy day or just like general dirt from laying on the ground all the time, and you know, from literally just existing outside in a paddock for your whole life, you're gonna get a lot of dirt on you as well. So by the time the sheep is shorn, you have a fleece that is like pretty sweaty and dirty. And it's basically just been hitching a ride with this little active outdoorsy sheep for like the past year. So you can imagine the amount of stuff that gets into a fleece and that is excreted from the sheep within a year. That's what you're dealing with when you have a raw fleece. So traditionally, this fleece is shorn off the sheep and it is skirted. That's one of the first things they do. Even if you buy a raw fleece, it's probably been skirted if it's been done, you know, kind of properly. So skirting a fleece is where uh, someone will take off all the like poopy bits, all the dags that are around, you know, the sheep's tail and the bum, the belly, the neck, all those bits that we don't typically use for textiles or fine fiber, they're taken off. Traditionally, the fleece would then be sort of like pressed into a bale and sold, it would be scoured and washed and carted and combed and spun and all that kind of stuff. But for spinners, we can step in and buy this raw fleece. So it's dirty, it's sweaty, it's usually been skirted, but it's just really waiting for you to love it. And that's where I've always stopped before. It's like, I don't know what to do with this big thing. Like it's quite big. 
it's kind of gross and it has, you know, lots of burrs and prickles and stuff in it. But anyhow, this uh, Swint bath has really, really made me excited for raw fleeces. So it really helps you get through all of the wet, sloppy parts of cleaning with less time, less stinking out in your bathroom and less wasted water. So that's also amazing. Now for the chemistry. Uh, <laughs> Full disclosure, I dropped out of science as a subject at the earliest possible moment back in high school. Like as soon as it was an option, I was gone. I was so, I was like a puff of smoke running out of the chemistry lab. I had wanted nothing to do with science. We had to do disgusting things like dissect a bull's eye and a frog. Like I do not have the stomach for that. So this is like a very basic look at why and how a squint bath works. So you can follow it even if you're like me and you kind of were scared of science. Swint is made up of two different things. Now, Swint is S-U-I-N-T, if you're a visual like word person. I might be pronouncing that slightly wrong. I'm not sure. But anyhow, Swint is made up of two different things. One is potassium chloride, which sheep actually draw into their bodies from the grass they eat. So potassium chloride is a form of potash and potash is the seventh most common element in nature. So there's loads of potash available in the soil that plants take up and it does all kinds of magical things to help them grow properly. So the sheep are actually ingesting this potassium chloride by way of grazing. The second contributor to Swint is the sheep's actual sweat. And this obviously comes from perspiration and, you know, natural bodily function. And sheep sweat is made up of water and trace amounts of urea, lactic acid and other minerals. So urea is another naturally occurring compound that sheep absorb through grazing. So swint is actually not just sweat. It's kind of a mixture of lots of things. And in the end, it turns into a soluble salt. So this buildup of actual sweat and potassium chloride comes together to create swint, which is a soluble salt. And this is where the magic begins. The second half of this magical equation is lanolin. And if you're anything like me, lanolin's probably saved your life at one point in time. No exaggeration, honestly, from like really chapped, like cracked hands to cracked nipples. Because yes, motherhood is all kinds of fun, isn't it? And if you were a breastfeeding mum, Chances are you've used a lanolin cream at some point. So anyways, lanolin has the most amazing way of like nourishing skin and restoring, you know, protecting against the elements and things like that. It's amazing. I'll love it forever. So lanolin is actually a wax that is secreted from the sebaceous glands of wool-bearing animals. So that's why you don't get it in, you know, like alpacas and stuff because they don't produce wool. So lanolin is this wax and the role of lanolin in the sheep's life is to help protect it from the elements. So lanolin helps keep a sheep dry. It sort of is like water repellent, which you'll know if you've ever kind of touched it or used a cream or something. So it helps the fleece shed water, keeping the sheep dry and warm because obviously they live outside. So they need some kind of protection. Otherwise, they'd just be like a soaking wet sponge walking around. So lanolin is very important for them. Now, depending on the breed of sheep, the percentage or like the weight of lanolin can be quite high or quite low. So anywhere from like 5 to 25% of the weight of the fleece is actually lanolin. It's actually this wax. And typically the finer the fleece, the higher the lanolin content. So a lot of articles I found said that Superfine Merino has 25% lanolin. So that means like if you're you know, fleece weighs a kilo, 250 grams of that kilo is actually lanolin, which is 
So cool. So ideally, when you're choosing a fleece to start your swint bath, you want one that's got lots of lanolin and lots of swint. That's like the best thing you can do to really get your vat kind of active and working quickly. So it would be a great place to start with like a fine fleece. It's also great because it doesn't use a lot of agitation like other methods, uh, which can felt fine fleeces. So it's a good all-rounder. Now, as to how it like actually actually works, I know we've broken down like what swint is made of, uh, what lanolin is, where it comes from. This was the part that I still have questions about. So let me get started. What we do know is that swint and lanolin kind of come together to create like a natural soap. So you fill your tub with rainwater, you submerge your dirty, sweaty, greasy fleece into it, make sure it's under the water and really wet, you close the lid, and you leave it. And basically all the little microbes get to work. So microbes uh, arrive in the swint bath, I guess. They're present because they're on the fleece. So the microbes that were present on the fleece sort of activate in the water and start to eat through the dirt and the poop and stuff like that. So they're not going to eat vegetable matter like your burrs and your sticks, but they are going to eat some of the yucky bits. And these microbes are actually anaerobic, meaning that they will die when they're exposed to air. So I have a few questions. If they're anaerobic, how are they alive before you put it in the water? Where do they come from? <laughs> I couldn't find any really detailed explanations on like this exact part of the process. Like I'm thinking, does the swint feed the microbes? Like do they, or do they eat the dirt? Do they eat the dirt or do they just separate the dirt from the fleece? Does the lanolin help them thrive or is the lanolin just like a soapy kind of thing? As I said, I'm a science dropout. So if you know anything about how the microbes actually work and how they get the work done, like what they're actually doing specifically in detail, I would love you to leave me a comment because I really want to know more about it now. And I have hunted high and low and I cannot find the answer. So all I've been able to uncover is that there are microbes present on the fleece that when they go into the swint bath, they start activating and cleaning. And yes, I'm doing air quotes because the cleaning process, I haven't been able to nail down. But essentially you leave it in there, warm weather is the best. You leave it in there and it kind of keeps like fermenting essentially away. And you might get bubbles, you might get kind of like scum on the top. But what happens is the lanolin and the dirt are kind of separated from the fleece. So your water is not going to be clear. It's not like the microbes eat all the dirt and remove it all. The water is going to be disgusting and it's going to stink to high heavens. But your fleece when it comes out is actually really quite clean. It will need a few rinses and it needs to dry again to kill those bacteria because the bacteria is what makes it stink. So when you dry it, you kill off those bacteria that are producing the really gross smell. So you don't have stinky fleece because no one wants that. So anyhow, the results are amazing. Like in the end, you have a really stinky vat of dirty water that you can use again and again. So that's also brilliant. And that's why you want to start your vat or your swint bath with a really dirty lanolin rich fleece because it has a lot of activating stuff in it that makes your bath really potent. So what you can actually do is when you want to take it out after like a couple of days, if it's midsummer or a couple of weeks, if you're in winter, you take it out and you save the water. So I've seen different methods. You can actually line your tub with like a net curtain before you fill it up so that you just lift the curtain out and kind of let it drain back into the tub. You can have two tubs and put like a grate or a mesh on the second tub and pull your fleece out of the stinky one and sit it on the vat so that it drains into another tub so you don't lose that water. 
you can tip out some of the water on your garden, but I have definitely read the more potent your bath is, like if you've used it two or three times, you probably need to dilute it to use it in the garden so you don't kill something with all of that concentrated stuff. But essentially you just take it out and let it drain. You wanna keep that water so you can keep using the vat. And then you wanna rinse it. I definitely used uh, wool wash because it was very stinky. <laughs> It's very stinky and I needed to get some kind of smell happening. So I used a bit of wool wash when I did my final rinse and that really helped. Now that it's dry, it's beautiful. Obviously I still have vegetable matter to deal with, but that's you're never gonna get rid of that any other way but removing it. So that's kind of like the basics. I hope that really helps you get like a clear picture. And again, I would love any more information on like how the microbes actually work like how how do they how are they born and how do they work i know how they die that's all i know so again if you know anything feel free to send me an email and um, just let me know and i'll definitely share any updates or if i find anything else i'll definitely share it with you okay so just a quick recap just to give you a really clear picture of how simple this is it's really really simple i know i kind of got a little bit uh, sidetracked with some of the signs because i'm just interested but basically if you want to create your own swim bath here is what you do you get a fleece it needs to be an unwashed dirty fleece with lanolin you don't want alpaca you need sheep uh, because you need the lanolin so you have your raw fleece Next, you need a big container. A dark one with a lid is best, like if you have a black one, because you want it to be warm and you want to keep like critters and bugs and stuff out of it. So I would definitely suggest a lid. Then you ideally need rainwater. So if you live somewhere with rain, with a lot of rain, just leave your tub outside for a few days. If you don't have access to rainwater, um, you know, tap water or whatever you have access to is fine, but rainwater works best. So you've got your dirty fleece, you've got your tub and you've filled it with water. Now you submerge your fleece into the water. You can line the tub with a net curtain. You can put your fleece into little like laundry bags, or you can just put it straight into the water with nothing, whatever is your preference, and you leave it. You don't do a bunch of scrubbing and stirring and mixing. You just submerge it, close the lid, walk away, trust me. Now, the colder it is, the longer this process will take. So if it's really hot, you might only need a few days. If it's really cold, you might need two to three weeks. Just check on it every so often, but do not get in there and start really agitating it. You don't wanna do that, it doesn't need that. So you put it in, put the lid on and leave it. Depending on your climate, you come back and check it. And when you think the fleece is getting really clean, the water's getting really dirty and really stinky, you can take some out and see what it looks like. So to take it out, we wanna conserve the water because we can reuse that and each subsequent swint bath you do takes less and less time because it's getting more potent with each new new fleece load of dirt and lanolin and everything so you want to take your fleece out by whichever means you know suits your situation you want to let the water drain into a container so you can reuse it i would rinse the fleece and put it out to dry and then once it's completely dry, I would rinse it and wash it with some kind of a wool wash just to make it really, really nice and get rid of any of that leftover lanolin if you want to, and then let it dry and then spin. And that's, that's, that's it. It's really, really simple. So you don't have to like 
waste a bunch of water. You can do all of this in buckets and tip it on the garden. You know, you don't have to use a lot of time and a lot of water. It's actually kind of a set and forget. As I said, it's kind of like the crock pot of the fleece cleaning world. So if you do try Swint Bath, please get in touch with me. Let me know how it goes. If you have any great tips for us, let me know. I'm happy to share. As I said, I've only done this once and I've got my second batch um, cooking away at the moment. So I'm really excited. And as I said, it really, really stinks. Like, gosh, it stinks. But I have mine outside, like just in the backyard. And with the lid on, you cannot smell it. So it only stinks when you're actively like opening it up and checking on it. So make sure you have it outside so you don't have all that mess inside, I guess. But you don't have to worry about it stinking like for weeks on end. It's only when the lid is open. And I think that's it. I hope you really, really enjoyed this episode. I had a lot of fun like diving into, I don't know, all the sweat and the grease. It was quite interesting. And I would love to hear your feedback. So let me know how you get on with your own sweat bath. And I hope it makes cleaning and purchasing and using a raw fleece a lot more enjoyable. Until next time, take care. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you loved this episode. I love sharing my passion and my enthusiasm for fiber with you. I have one quick favor to ask. If you love this podcast, could you please leave me a review and a quick rating or send this episode to a friend you think would love to hear it. You can always send me an email, kelly at spindleandcompany.com.au with suggestions or questions or praise <laughs> and yes I know email is a bit old school but you won't find me on socials at the moment because I'm working really hard to be more present in my daily life until next time happy spinning <laughs>